Well, 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 well. What do we have here? We have a special episode of Oliver Sudden. Um, we got a special guest. We're going to do a little something different today because we got a special guest. Um, the man, the myth, the legend, Zach Suarez. Ooh, special, I like him. Right there. Um, I've known this fool for majority of my life. Like, I've known him. The wow. time that I've known him is longer than the time that I've not known him. And that's crazy. That um, met this fool since fourth grade, and um, he's since then became an army veteran. He's an ex rapper. He's a three <laughs> D illustrator. Oh, he's man. a father of two, um, and now you know he he's a tastemaker, if you would say. You know, making your taste buds do something with his sauce. It's called this sauce. We got this boy Zach Suarez. Welcome, Zach. What up, man? It's good to have you. Welcome, appreciate Mr. Zach. It. I appreciate it, man. And thank you for your service. Oh, you know, um, appreciate you. You wear a lot. You've worn a lot of hats. You currently wear a lot of hats, but that's one that I could never wear personally. Um, because you're a green card. Because I'm like green card. Other than that, but uh, but yeah, that's definitely one where I like. Wow, like that's a very noble gig that I personally would completely fail at. So I'm glad there's people out there that are capable and can yeah. do do the things that that need to need to be done. So thank Hell you for yeah. that. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, let me, uh, you know. Is there something you want to say? Introduce yourself with, and like you know, Zach. Where are I you mean, from, Zach? Yeah, what give us it? a little backstory on all, on all this. Well, I guess real quick. Um, I mean, I was born in the city, but I mean, I grew up in the Bay, East Bay, Richmond, um, moved there in 96, been there since 2009-ish, 10-ish, and that's when, I, that's when I joined the Army, stationed in Fort Hood, did my time there, came back, went straight to school. Um, what did you study in school? Uh, 3D animation and visual effects. Cool. I was downtown over at the uh, Academy of Art. Um, which was cool. Um, that's when I, that's when Nick tapped in with me with the whole Uber thing. He was working there, showing me his office and Oh yeah. That's pretty sweet. Um, but no, nah, and then, uh, then yeah, it's just, I mean, graduate, graduate the worst time pandemic, graduate last year. Oh, you're, you're a recent grad. Yeah. It was a five year, like, I didn't think it'd be a five year program, but it was a five year program. Graduated last May, right when the pandemic was like starting and nobody was hiring. It was just like, uh, well, it's already a tough gig, right? Uh, oh, it's yeah. highly competitive. Right. Um, highly competitive. But it was just, I mean, such bad timing. So, I mean, now I work in the whole construction field, um, but I still do art on the side. I, uh, I'm not giving that up. That's the main goal. Like, I would like to be in the industry, see what that's like, get, gain that experience. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, then I just came up on this sauce just like on a fluke, like hella random. I mean, just... What's the story behind that? So, I love hot sauce. I mean... Even wild, though you can't take it, though. I can't Even. take it. I sweat <laughs> profusely. It's... I don't understand it, but yeah. I... But it's, it's worth it to me. Yeah. Um, no, I... We... I love hot sauce. And I ran out one day, literally, over the summer last year. Ran out. I'm like, fuck. Ran out of sauce. And if you know me... Well, my girlfriend, eating dinner. If you eat dinner with me every night, you know I toss <laughs> hot sauce on my food. And... I ran out, and then she was just like, have you ever just thought about making sauce? I was like, no, I really haven't. And my kid's like, yeah, Dad, you should do it. You like to sweat? I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess. So literally just YouTube the basics, like just how is hot sauce made? Yeah. What are the made ingredients? Yeah. Um, and then I went from there, fucking just reverse. Just, I mean, not reverse, but like just, just put in my own batch, my own ratios, boiled it, bottled it, and tossed it out. And people were like, oh, yeah. I think you're onto something. And yeah, that was the start. What is it? So, I mean, you definitely covered it in a nutshell, but I'm mm -hmm. sure there was a lot of hard work in between those three steps you just gave. Yeah. Um, I'm someone that loves hot sauce and okay. puts it almost on everything, more like salsa than hot sauce per mm -hmm. se, but it's, it's, a, you know, it's in the same vein. Um, growing up in a Mexican household, obviously <clears throat> it was around and it was part of everything that we ate. Um, and one of the things that has always intrigued me is, getting to the point from when you're making something homemade mm -hmm. to the point where it's now bottled, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's branded. Mm -hmm. People are buying it. Mm -hmm. So can you give us a little bit into that process of, okay, I just made a hot sauce by, like you say, by fluke or mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. um, 
how do you get it to the point where you're now bottling it? Like, do you have to get like a commercial kitchen? Do you do it at home? Like, how mm. does that process work? Right. So it's, um, so no, not commercial kitchen. Okay. Um, that's only needed if I'm pushing for store sales, if I want to get into the stores. So if it's brick and mortar. Exactly. Source. Yeah. Cause okay. it has to be FDA approved. Got it. Um, and you can get your kitchen FDA approved, but we own a dog. And if you have an animal, it don't matter what animal, if yeah. you own an animal in your household, you yeah. cannot get your kitchen FDA approved. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, that means you would have to rent out a space or go exactly. somewhere. Um, that's the next step. Just look into what's affordable. Every commercial kitchen has their own rates and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, that is that is coming up soon. Um, but as of right now, the process is, I mean, I gather all the ingredients I need, mm -hmm. um, try and get the best price on everything. Um, I like to prep everything, so I chop everything ahead of time, bag it, freeze it. Um, and then when it comes to cook time, um, make sure all my bottles are in. Um, and then I boil it, boil everything, um, and then I blend everything. Then I boil the bottles, each bottle for 20 minutes to make sure it's it's clean. No yeah. germs, no funky stuff is lingering. Yeah. Sanitation is key. Everything with gloves. I mean, every. The, no skin touches anything. Yeah. Um, up all into the point where I put the, the caps on and the shrink wraps and the labels. And then when it comes to selling, I mean, everything is, thank, I mean, social media is powerful. Yeah, for I, sure. I mean, it's it's all been through Instagram. So, so. so it looks like, so it looks like there's a big, kind of, not a big jump, but like a jump, right? To elevate your product from where it's like the Instagram themes to where you want it to be like the storefronts and in the stores and stuff, mm. when do you, or like, is there a certain time that you're waiting for it to be kind of like successful on its own to make that jump? Or are you still kind of evaluating, like what, have you been thinking about that? When to make that jump to push it into stores? Yeah. So I'm in my mind, I would like to, I mean, I got some other things in you know personal life side. I'm trying to like get on top of first yeah. just so I can be more established and um, dedicate more time to that. Because um, mm -hmm. right now, a few things are just taking up some time. Um, but when that's handled, um, hopefully by this year, I would like to get into farmer's markets. Because there's farmer's markets I can get into without an FDA approval. Um, and I feel like if I can throw some pop-ups there, um, and there's, I mean, how many are in the Bay? I mean, yeah. Oakland, San Francisco. I would Francisco. think farmer's market is a perfect place. You know, it is a perfect like, place. Yeah. You know, I can you know, see that. Yeah. yeah. Like um, the Oakland one where we had rode our bikes past, like, that would be a good spot. That or the Jack London one that yeah. we used to go to all the time. Yeah, any of them. Yeah, so I mean, there's a number of them. I mean, every yeah. city. I mean, even little, even the Richmond one. Man, the Richmond one, right? Is right, <laughs> right, in, uh, hometown. Um, even like the random little bum town cities, you know, a little yeah. out, out, in the, out in the cuts, even have their own. It's like, so I feel like that's the next step. That would be, I think, the the, the, the smartest way to go for now. Maybe for at least a year, I would say, from when I start, do that for a year, um, just so I, because the easiest way to get my name out at the cheapest way. Um, and that way too, it'd be a good way to actually interact with the, with, with the customer Yeah. instead of just having it on a shelf and have people walk by without no mm -hmm. greeting or in your proper introduce, uh, introducing of the sauce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but the next step, hopefully by the end of this year, I say maybe not too late, maybe like September, October. Yeah. To once this whole, cause I know COVID is just such of a shit show, yeah. uh, no matter where you're at, it's a, it's affecting someone somehow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We like COVID on this show. Whoa. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> we like COVID on this podcast. Don't nobody. be talking shit about COVID. Yeah, don't be talking shit about COVID. Uh, yeah, man. It's definitely put a pause on many things. Uh, and I would imagine that it's no different for you in trying to no. push the sauce and whatnot. But yeah. why don't we try it? Yeah. I've never tried it. You've tried it. I've tried some of them. I've tried the beginning, like the, the first one that he had, which... Uh, you know, he I took to Amsterdam, or he shipped to Amsterdam to me. It survived the trip. It survived the trip, and I went through it within like, I had six bottles. I went through those six bottles in like a month. Yeah, there, it, it's also because like in Amsterdam there isn't much spices there. Yeah, there's yeah, so it was like a blessing. It was just like oh fucking finally right. good sauce is like right. here. They're like spices because um, in Amsterdam you know they don't really have they're not big on that much spice. Right, it seems like. Cool. With their food, so. Which one are we going to try first? We'll try the first one. I think this is his first one ever made, mango habanero. Yep. Right? So, you know, you want to tell us more about this one? Yeah, like, why'd you little, pick the, you know? the mango as so, the fruit? The mango is one of my favorite fruits. Uh-huh. Um, oh, pretty good. Yeah, it is Except when good. it's, like, too soft or too ripe. 
And then it gets all over your fucking fingers. Oh, that's the best one. The juicy ones. Really? I don't know. There you go. The juicy ones. I feel like it's got to be like in the meat, like medium ripe. Otherwise, it just gets all fucking. Well, actually, the juicy ones. ones. You don't like the juicy ones? I do. But then like when it gets to the point where it gets too soft, then you're just like, your hands are all sticky and you're like a 12 year old. Well, that's what eating fruit's like. No, not all the time. But let's give this a shot. <laughs> yeah, let's give it a shot. Actually, the juicy ones are the ones I pick to cook. But see, yeah, because cook, it, that makes sense. Because though, they have the right? most flavor, right? Yeah, that makes sense. All yeah. flavor. All the flavor. Cool. Right, let's see here. I'm going to... Well, so I already know what to expect with this one. But. You do. Right. Oh, I did change up the way I do things. I'm not straining. That's why it might seem thicker oh. than my last one. Because I'm holding the seeds and the guts, which bring more flavor and more heat. Mm. I do think that it, it's sweeter than the last time that I mm. had it. Mm. Maybe because you're not straining it, so mm. like all the yeah, all the pulp is still in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good flavor. That's what I'm saying. Like you can easily mm-hmm. just. That's my least hottest. We're gonna go in order when we try okay. these. That's my least hottest and. And like this to put out there, habanero. I like to put out there. I'm big on the balance of heat and flavor. I want you to be able to enjoy your food, not just burn your dick off. Basically. Man, basically, <clears throat> not have to fucking reach for that drink every sip. Yeah, like I want you to actually enjoy the flavor so much that you don't mind the heat. Right? Like, where do you get the ideas for the flavors? Because I know, like down the line, you have some like strawberry one and right. all these other ones. Um, so. Mm. It's really good. I like it. I'm not a big uh, savory and sweet person, mm. but it, but it's good. It's good. Like I'm more like I I like my sweet food and then I like my savory food, but this is really good. It's got it's got really good flavor, and it's a good balance between. Like it's not like syrupy in my mouth. Is what mm. I'm getting. Good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't thing. feel like like pineapple on pizza. Not. Like, that's not on. your thing. I, I rock with it. I love that. That's not my. You do. I do. Well, there you go. This is what you know. That's why it's the first one. There I like go. it. I like it. The pineapple hot sauce though might be coming up. And it might be. Shit. But yeah, well, how do you pick the like which fruit you're gonna go next? Or in this case, you, I don't know how many of these are fruit based or how you want to call it. But how do you pick the fruit? Shit, I we did the mango, and then honestly, the first two was because we already had them at the house. See, that's, fruit yeah, bowl. that's what that's 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 part of it, right? He's yeah, like, like, like using you work what you got. What you have. Yeah, work so, what you what you got. And yeah. we literally just went to Costco that day before, and we bought you know like they got the little little peaches in the tray or the little fucking thing. And I was like, oh, there's some left. Like, let me try a peach one. Took two of them, made a small batch, threw some stuff, and I, I matched somewhat of the same ingredients for the mango and the peach, just because they're both sweet fruits. Um, they both. Uh, I mean, they're somewhat similar. I mean, you know, you can tell the difference of a mango and a peach, obviously. But I was like, let me just, instead of a mango, let me just throw the peach in there, replace the mango with the peach, cook yeah. it up, try it. You know, I was like, all right, let me make this one a little hotter. Because in my mind, I was like, I would like to come out with hotter sauces. Mm-hmm. So I just threw in a couple extra habaneros, spice it up. And it's still, I mean, I think it's still. The what do you think balance. about the heat right there? I mean. It's not. It's, yeah. Nice. yeah. But I mean. I'm sure it's gonna get nuts. It's not. It's not gonna get nuts, nuts, because he, he can't really handle. Oh, Everybody's okay. palate's different. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we have this one. This one. That's the peach. This is the peach. That's I the haven't peach. got around to getting the labels on those. It's peach. Um, what is but it? But they're peach. But people actually prefer that one not having a label because it has like a, I don't know, it's like unique. But everything, if you notice, the caps, the seals, are all different colors. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another way to determine what you're having. Cool. So, but is it is it's peach? What like what kind of peppers are in here? Uh, habaneros. Oh, peach habanero. Yeah, peach habanero. Okay. And this one does have, like, like I said, it's gonna go up in 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 bite. And be careful. This one is a little more, a little more runny. Okay. You can do a all of a sudden ASMR. <laughs> Dork. Okay. I'm just fine. What we got here? Move my mic a little bit. Yep, I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> I actually think the the mango is a little bit is hotter than this one. Really? Okay. It's in, well, I don't know. Mm. 
I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call him even. I'm gonna call him even. I'm gonna call him even. You know, like when you go to the optometrist and they're like, "Which one's better, one or two? And you're like, "Fuck, I don't know. They look the same." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, "Okay, how about two or three? And then you're like, "Are you tricking me, or did you really change the?" Well, problem? I don't have that problem. You do because you're. You have <laughs> but, you, but you go to the optometrist, right, to get checked up, or you never do? Um. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have glasses. Yeah. Oh, you do have glasses. Yeah. Uh, dork. I only wear them like when I'm looking at a computer screen for a long, long time. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. <clears throat> so, so far, my feedback is I love the mango one's balance, and this one is a little bit sweeter than the mango one. Is mm-hmm. that on purpose? No, I think I think naturally because of the peach. Because I think peach is I think peaches are just naturally sweeter than a mango. Cool. Yeah. This one's a little more watery too. I think. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because the the pulp from a peach isn't really, when you blend it. It doesn't, it's not as thick, it's not as like stringy as like mango mm-hmm. yeah. and whatnot. So when you blend it, it just, it just obliterates. <laughs> How do you make sure that, so I'm a terrible cook. I, I can do like maybe two spaghetti. or three. Spaghetti. Yeah, I can, do, <laughs> I can do spaghetti uh-huh. and meatballs. And even then it's probably like a five out of a hundred. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, how do you make sure that you're consistent on flavor? Like, how do you make sure that if I buy a bottle of one of these next time around, it'll be the same? Are you like, I know a lot of chefs and a lot of cooks and a lot of people who, who work in the food industry don't actually tend to measure a lot of times. It mm-hmm. goes on feel. Mm-hmm. And like, is it the same for sauce making? Or do you, in order to have that consistency and making sure that your client's getting mm-hmm. the same thing across the board every time, are you measuring or how does that work? I So I do have a, a black book full of, the ratios, oh, okay, the, the, cool. the measurements, everything when I first started. Uh-huh. Um, but it's like with anything else, I feel like if you, not saying I'm a professional at this, like I'm a pro, pretty damn good. But I think it goes with anything. Whatever you do, yeah. you know, over like again and again and again, repetition, you get, it gets to the point you just eyeball it. It's like you can tell by the feel, the weight. Um, and then and by just by looking at it, the taste, you just know it's like it, it, it's, it's there. Um, but there are times where I will... Just, just to make sure, I'll make sure I'm hitting that mark. I'm hitting that, that measurement, that cup, that that quart. That um, even w- when I weigh out the the carrots, the onions, I have a food scale. Make sure I'm hitting that weight, you know. So I do keep it consistent, but I think it comes to the point where it's like anything else. You just get to the point. You just repetition yeah. is yeah. key. Yeah, you know, I think like since you use like fresh ingredients and stuff, that that also plays a, a real factor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, frozen. if something happens to be. But like starting out of season or something like that, then maybe the mangoes aren't so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to affect your sauce, right? It does. That's um, why this past winter I, I was out of mango because it wasn't a winter fruit. Mm. Um, so I that, so a lot of these sauces were like, but I guess. Do supply and demand, you feel me? No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but it's like I, rather, I don't want to mess up the, you know, when people had mango from the start, I want them to have the same great taste. Yeah, in the winter, but I knew that wouldn't wouldn't happen because the mangoes are for one more expensive to get, and they just weren't as good. Mm. So if I'm paying more for a fruit, then the price of the bottle's gonna have to go up. So I'm trying to keep it at that friendly cost, not have to overcharge. Yeah, for a bottle of sauce. Yeah. Um, and and for your like fruits, veggies that you use for your sauces, are you are you working with um, the same kind of like farms, or are you making sure that they come from the same? Um, not manufactured, but like, yeah, I guess farm, right? Yeah. In um, order to be consistent. Cause I've always wondered about that. Like mm. it, it's like, it's a huge difference. Even if it's the same fruit or like vegetable. fruit or vegetable, mm-hmm. depending on where you get it, how they grow it, et cetera, it's probably going to have its subtleties mm-hmm. and its differences. So like, are you, are you, um, someone that's like, no, like I'm only getting my mangoes from this spot or this spot, or does it, does it really change? Does it really not matter? And it doesn't end up changing that much. I get so far. I shop at the local, I guess you say like the Asian markets by the house and the Latin markets because those fruits at both markets have. I been. know which ones you're talking about. Talking about San Pablo. Yeah, that one. San yeah, Pablo yeah. Los, Los Mariano, Mariano, that's the one. And then, the guy, yep. They have a lot of stuff. 
man. Yeah, that's the, like that's the Asian supermarket near. It's good. Near it's, our, I mean, house. I've never failed trying to get a fruit or vegetable from there. Yeah. Hennessy is hella cheap there too. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like I don't know why, but it's just cheaper there. Man. Well, probably because it sells so much, they're able to get like preferred pricing. It's yeah. busy as a motherfucker every time too. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably why. Yeah. But yeah. If people know that, right? So mm-hmm. it's like they don't have. They don't have a problem with cutting it down by five or ten bucks because they know they're. It's gonna down like it. ten or ten something. That's a lot. That's a good cut. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you could go to a liquor store. I could, if I go to the one down to the street from my house, yeah. it's like sixty, and then I go over there. Can it's, I see sixty dollars? Yeah, privilege. Yeah, I, we only drink priv up in this uh, thing. Is that like, like the fancy Hennessy? Yeah, it's just the next level up. Okay. And then, then you go, and then the, you go to this SPR. It's like forty something. Mm. So it's like hella cheap. Right on. Yeah. Anyway. Want to try the? Yeah. Next one, Ghost Chinis. So I haven't actually is, tried this, this one. This one's good. This is actually one of my favorites. Um, it's not actually actually it's not so hot. It's made with ghost peppers. Um, it's it's mainly pepperoncinis and ghost peppers. It has a lot of pulp. Yeah. yeah because the tomatillos. The tomatillos. Am I saying that right? Where to make the green Tomatillo. sauce? Uh, tomatillos. Yeah. Tomatillos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tomatillos. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put out there, you do have to shake each of my bottles um, because it's no preservatives. It's a chunk, little chunkiness though. Oh, so yeah. that Hopey. means that like this, it settles yep. at yeah, the bottom. Yeah, it'll separate. Yeah, the vinegar mm. and, uh, and, and, the, and the pulp from the ingredients will Is will that pretty separate. rare in sauces? Like most of them do have preservatives because they, they do. Of, the, of the shelf life? They do. And yeah. also because of presentation. Because when you see something on, on, the, bottom, on the shelf. Oh, where it's uh, even. Yeah, because uh, presentation is key. That's another thing that oh, catches yeah. the eye. So it's like with xanthium gum, it keeps stuff from separating. So it'll just look like it's been mixed already. Yeah. Versus like that tapatio, you know what I mean? Like that's consistent, right? Yeah. yeah. Versus sauces like natural sauces you can get and mine, you'll see that it'll start to separate. You'll start to see the heavier stuff at the bottom and the lighter stuff at the Is top. that how you can tell things are organic? Yeah. Oh. Half the time, yes. Wow. Preservatives do a lot like yeah. to for presentation. That's a, another thing about uh, between uh, United States and uh, Amsterdam or the Netherlands is that a lot of the preservatives that exist in the United States in the food are illegal there. That's They're crazy. illegal. They're illegal. Like they can't even put them in the food. Like you can't put them in. So a lot of the food is goes bad real fast, just you know, like it's supposed to, right? Yeah. So it's different. Okay. I always like, there's something weird about always smelling green chile or salsa mm-hmm. or sauce for me. I don't know. Why. That's what you do? Just only green though? Yeah. Like I love the, I well, don't know. Got a little, I, I like think there's just some nostalgia there from it is. my mom making it. So this is a Goshini. This one's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. It has like, it's like a tart. It's like not tart. I don't know what's the word to it. But like the way that pepperoncinis have that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, tomatillos tend to be more um, sour, like sour. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a light sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to take this back because you can't find tomatillos mm-hmm. over there. Or tomatillos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't find that shit over there. Little green tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so why this is my favorite? I know. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of pepperoncinis, um, which are originally called if they're not if they're not pickled, they're called wax peppers. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because, I mean, I love the way they taste, and you don't see them as a sauce. You don't. You just see them as a topping, like we mentioned earlier, like on pizzas. Yeah, these sauces actually work well as an ingredient as well. Using it in your batch of goodies that you're whipping up for dinner yeah, or yeah. for. For some event or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, it enhances the flavor. Good, good flavor enhancer for sure. Yeah, I like this one. This one's really good. Yeah, I'm gonna hurt so far. Nice. Nice. Give you a little taste of home over there. Yeah, it definitely reminds me. Sorry. Mike, it definitely reminds me more of the uh, the sauces my mom used to make, right? Yeah. But yeah, like I was saying, it's just not necessarily, it might not be for wings, right? But it's still good. Yeah. For wings and just for dishes in general. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think has been the most challenging thing of starting your own business? Learning how to start a business. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what like it was. The, the ins and outs of like, yeah. where do I start? And, yeah. That, how do I market it? Marketing, actually. That's probably, um, I know some people who, who run businesses who, who, who went through the process. So I, you know, just hearing their stories, Yeah. you know, and, and whatnot. So I kind of like, 
it's like going back to what they were saying or what they were, what they were going through is just the marketing. Cause marketing is like, it's another job in itself. Like just to just promote yourself, get it out there, yeah. get the face out there while, you know, with limited time. Right. And yeah. I feel like with limited time, it has to be like good content. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I didn't know much, I'm not no YouTuber, Instagrammer, influential person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's just really trying to learn that has been the biggest challenge. Especially, and I would imagine in, in a market so competitive, right? I mean, it seems like the sauce market it has just like blown up to the point where there are a lot of options, right? So how mm -hmm. do you get the, your potential client or the end, you know, the end um, user, I guess to put it that way. Mm -hmm. That's we, we use a lot in the <laughs> industry. Yeah. Um, it to pick yours over one of another twenty that might be on the shelf. So I would imagine that that's mm. a little challenging as well. Yeah. It is. Um, I'd say what helps me is is just putting out just raw content, just just keeping it consistent, just. And, and really showing the drive behind what I'm pushing. Yeah. That's yeah. like the big, the way I talk about it, the way I present it, the way I'm always, whatever, I, all the love and energy I'm putting into this bottle, yeah. I think shows. And that's what I've been told. People have hit me up like, hey, I came across your promotion. I use the Instagram promotion yeah. to get it out there. It's like, oh, hey, I clicked on it, came yeah. across, watched one of your videos. Like, I'm, I want a bottle just from the energy you're putting into into what you're saying about it yeah. like yeah. And yeah it's like definitely homegrown like homegrown and just like showing like you definitely don't hide away from that you're a veteran you know putting that all that stuff out it's like really showcasing that's like look I'm, this is me and this is something that i'm trying to do mm -hmm. and it's like it's not it's not shitty it's it's good you know yeah. so it's like yeah i think that's a key part of it yeah. and marketing is such a huge part of everything like businesses and like i'm not i don't have a business but i do you know do music and mm -hmm. the marketing part and just like promotion that's like the hardest part definitely of it is. all definitely is yeah i think it's good that you you're conscious of that i think a lot of and i'm no business expert but i think many times what i've seen with businesses whether it be food or any type of business is that gets lost right mm -hmm. how do you tell your story how do you actually like put yourself out there mm -hmm. to where you're relatable to where it's gonna make me want to buy your product whatever it might be because that's what that's the thing that's yeah. that's what drives people in it's like yeah you know whether it be other other fellow veterans this mm -hmm. is like oh this student he just just based off of the fact that you're that or, like or a three a 3d another three illustrator that's like oh wow this is a fellow 3d illustrator that also makes hot sauce like why don't I just yeah support this mm -hmm. too as well you know yeah i mean and obviously the product has to be good too yeah right? just getting them in the door yeah right? that's where that's the hard part mm -hmm. right yeah. and getting you, someone to sign a check to put it that way yeah is a, a very challenging it thing yeah. it was scary too <laughs> um, yeah and, and and like you can make it as easy as possible right like you could like have your instagram set up all that but it's but it's getting them to that point yeah, yeah. that's difficult yeah, it's I, I'm I, I know very little about social media, um, but I can I can identify like the ones that are doing it mm -hmm. quote unquote right, mm -hmm. and the ones where I'm just like I don't like I just kind of skip over it right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think authenticity is a huge part of my decision making when I'm scrolling through mm -hmm. Instagram or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And instead of just it it being fluff and it just being like more of the same shit it's like i i think i just saw five <laughs> ads in a row for right. different products but they're all trying to do the same thing yeah and different products but they're all trying to achieve likes or whatever the case may be yeah. in, a, in a same kind of cheesy way so yeah that's important that you you're you're willing to put yourself out there because a lot of people aren't right yeah, yeah. it's like it's a fear i know how to do this thing really well in this case you know how to make sauces but i'm scared to put myself out there either because a i'm going to get negative feedback mm -hmm. or because i don't speak well or because you know so there's so many things even before you get to the point where your product is on the shelf or available or being talked about mm -hmm. and i think that that's another thing that many people don't understand that it's like the the work that goes behind all of that mm -hmm. so not just you making the sauce in this case, but also 
like the mental fuck that yeah. like entrepreneurs yeah. go through, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it's real. I was reading yeah, this real. thing, and not to get morbid, but <laughs> yeah. I was reading this thing, and maybe I can bring it up, but um, it's these uh, statistics around, and you know, we get, well, get yeah. kind of real on here. Uh, no, here it is. I have it here. The dark side of entrepreneurship, and this is fucking gnarly, mm. you know? Before you even get into that, I can like when just you off of saying that, like I'm already thinking like how much pressure there is to be an entrepreneur is a lot and how much how much pressure that you put on yourself of like thinking of how to make things work mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how do I not be yeah. in the how do I not be in the zero or in the negative? Yeah. How do I stay afloat? And you're like trying to juggle all these things. And like when I, whenever we talk, yeah, he's you're always juggling. I mean, even like the personal stuff and then now it's like this and there's so many little variables yeah. and I'm like, dude, you just need some help. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, right. but on, in, part of entrepreneurship is, you know, having that like do it yourself type mm-hmm. of mentality. Right. So yeah, I can already see that. I can see, I can see that. Yeah. This is a little, <laughs> this is a little, and I didn't even plan on bringing this up, but uh, now that we're talking about it. So having your own business can be fun, but due to the risk and insecurities, entrepreneurs are two times more likely to suffer from depression, mm. six times more likely to suffer from ADHD, three times more likely to suffer from substance abuse, 10 times more likely to suffer from bipolar disorder, two times more likely to have a psychiatric hospitalization, and lastly, two times more likely to have suicidal thoughts. Oh, now, that's fucking, like, when shit. I read that, and this is Two like, times more. So, yeah, yeah it's crazy. When no, I, I read that, it. yeah, when I read that, I took a screenshot of it and it's something that I keep on my phone. I don't know why other than to like, just, I, I, I and uh, like your opinion on it, I, I tend to be really hard on myself mm. and like, um, when I read something like that, it keeps me from like taking it to the point where it's like, dude, like it's not life or death, even though sometimes it might feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Remember that it's not, and remember that you probably don't want to become a statistic. But mm-hmm. yeah, like because you yourself, you know, admittedly, even on the show, kind of went and go through dark patches. Oh yeah, so it's, it's already there. Yeah, so now, it's already now there. You throw fucking <laughs> and now, kerosene into the fire, yeah, right? Exactly. And now it's uh, like, and then you you know you read something like that, and it's like holy shit. You're but not, you're not crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but that's just it, right? Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Reading something like that yeah. makes you yeah. be like, oh, like I'm not the only one that feels this way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not the only one trying to figure out how we're going to, you know, I don't know, get a new building or buy that new van that we need or yeah. you know make payroll for the next twelve months, whatever the exactly, case. Exactly, because you at this point you have people depending on you, yeah. their livelihood, right? right. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure you've already gone through that, even yeah. even even early on in your yeah. entrepreneurship. Though. Yeah, it's it's been a been a grind. For it sure. is a grind. Fucking grind. What what keeps you um what keeps you motivated? What you you um you talked about? Well, well, he said it earlier. Well, I'm not on the podcast, but he you know he his life goal is to impress me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So, so when you're going through some tennis, you're just like, fuck, I can't let Nick down. Oh, I'm like, yo, Nick is, Nick is the boy. Nick like, is a, like, if, he, if I let him down, forget it. Like, yeah, it's over. It. Don't, don't he, disappoint me. When, when, he, when, he, when I get that like on Instagram, from him, I'm like, yo. I'm, I'm, I'm just winning. refreshing, waiting I'm for Nick to winning. give me the, the little thumbs up uh, and the little heart. Yeah. Man. Nah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, what motivates you, man? Man, like, I mean, I just love what I do. I mean, I love do. I love I love what people say about it. I love that they want it. Yeah, they want more of it. Um, and not only that, I just you know it's something different. You know, it's just it's just something different. Yeah. Like I went to school for art. I yeah. did the army thing. You know, it's like it's like all right. You know, but it's something like. I mean, years ago, would you have thought I'll get into food? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as the person you know me as, like... We did a hot, like, that's why I think it's so funny is because we did a hot sauce <laughs> challenge, like, because of the show Hot Ones. Yeah. And then we like, all right, let's buy all the sauces. And, like, one or two hot sauces in, which is still, like, a Louisiana <laughs> crystal hot sauce. He's sweating. Yeah. He's, like, just dripping. He's like, oh, oh yeah. give me the milk. Give me the ice cream. Turn into a gremlin real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fast and then, man. like, fast forward fast. years later, right? He's making his own hot sauce, and I yeah. just, I was like, that's hella funny. That's tight. You, you know, know, maybe yeah. that night kicked it off for him. Like, he's like, damn, I love this shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's that, and I don't know. Then as, as my kids get older, you know, and, it's like, and, and see them become who they are and whatnot, like, I kind of just, like, any parent. How old are your kids? Uh, my oldest is seven, and my youngest is five. Okay. Two I have, boys. I have a nine and a 
He can't even remember his own oh, kids. Shit. Sorry, they're turning nine and four this okay. year. Okay, yeah. So you have two boys. Two boys. Cool. Um, I have and, two girls. And yeah. like any parent, you know, like if you have a business, something you just want to leave something behind, you know. Especially, sure. especially if you see it like progressing, you see the wealth that it can like the how wealthy you can be from it, you yeah. know. It's like. Why not leave something behind besides just life insurance? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, why not leave a let create a legacy, create something that, like Johnson and Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Been in yeah. years for fucking how long? You know what I'm saying? Like, something like that. You know that I definitely want to leave something behind. Yeah, I think generational wealth is super important, especially um, in minority communities. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's something that we don't teach many times and we don't stress the importance of generational wealth mm-hmm. meaning like it's cool that you're rich now but what about like 10 generations of being rich or wealthy yeah. forget rich like you just mentioned wealth and that's i think there's a there's a big, there's a difference, big difference yeah right? there's a big like difference. being rich is like i can go on vacation and buy spinners for my car if i really wanted to right yeah. being wealthy is like i heard spinners in a hot minute yeah. <laughs> That boy be out of touch. He be Man. saying some old shit. Like, I say like, that, dude, trust me. I say uh, shit that Nick's like, dude, no one says that anymore. Um, but yeah, like, um, that's something that I'm constant, constantly driven um, by. And, and it's important. It, sorry. It's good to hear someone say, like, I'm interested in that, like, long-term thing. Oh, versus, yeah. Because that's another thing I think that gets lost in entrepreneurship with a lot of especially younger folks where it's like they just I'm, want the fast money man fast money i'm going to stack my paper that's it mm-hmm. and i'm going to flaunt it and it's like well yeah that's cool and that's great like and do it if you want but it, like what about setting a goal where five generations down the road they won't have to worry about college you can't show that you can't show that off on instagram you can't yeah. and that's no. that's part of the problem yeah. right? like you people won't find it, that cool in that case saying? you're doing it for the wrong motives man then, yeah right? exactly so that's pretty cool to hear you say that that's yeah. one of your uh driving motivations yeah let's move on so all right it's a liddy berry the liddy berry what does that mean? Yeah. It's what does a, that mean? I mean, I'm trying to come up no. with like strawberry. Oh, no. They have cool. strawberries. It's strawberries. Yeah. Okay, strawberries. Okay, okay. Strawberries. I, I thought you were, I thought it was more like a mystery <laughs> fruit that you didn't want to disclose or something. <laughs> no, nah. Okay. That would be kind of cool though if you came up with something like that where it was. Yeah. Like, I thought about it. It says dingleberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be very appetizing. Okay. So what I noticed is that this one has a, a, stop, a stopper on it. Yeah. Because this one's. I want you to be a little more. This is different. Yeah, this one's probably not like the the it's optimized different. for the wings. Probably. Yeah, okay. It's, it's different. I wanted to try. So I'm trying to be unique at the same time when it comes up. I don't want to keep coming out with the same old barbecue or you know or Tabasco flavor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No hate on Tabasco, but just saying I don't want to come with the same flavor. Let me try some new, something you oh. don't see. And Smells see, like jam. And see what I could do with it. Like jam. Yeah, like. Yeah. 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 So this is a unique one. I was told this is best on green chicken, but fish and salad. Fish and salad. Mm. I think it would be good on salad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a salad dressing with a bite. Yeah. Salad dressing with a bite. Yeah. It's light, like you don't, it wouldn't like good on salad dressing, where it's not like ranch, where it's like hella thick, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Definitely salad dressing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fish could, fish could work. I'd have to try it on some fish. Next time for layer. Yeah. I was told salmon. They do it on the salmon. Because the way the salmon caramelizes when you, when, when you, when you bake it, mm. that caramelization. Yeah, like, like, like a more like a marinade for the salmon. Mm-hmm. Rather than like an on top. Yeah, I said it pairs well with how the way it caramelizes with the fish oil. Mm, maybe yeah, it, might, it might turn out something different. That one is different. And that one's made with the scorpion, the Trinidad scorpion pepper. Mm. This one? Mm-hmm. So far, my favorite smelling one. This one smells the most appealing to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it smells like it really smells like jam. It does smell like jam. It's which, nice, which is good because it, it, it strawberries. It, yeah, there's actual strawberries in this thing. Yeah, mm. but I I never had like strawberry with a bite, which is crazy. Yeah, it's like whoa, like you know what I mean? Different. Yeah, it's different. Different. <laughs> yeah, cool. I like it. 
Sweet. Yeah, there's so I, what I'm noticing is that you have um you have like the flags on there, but they're like different colors. Does the colors signify signify anything, or what is the flag? No, nah, the flag is just to show. The flag is backwards, by the way. Yeah, veteran status. Um, ah, see. There you go. You don't think he know? Did you really think you caught him on something? Like, no. Oh, by the way. <laughs> no, I, 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 <laughs> oh, I thought you were like calling him out like, hey, by the way, bro. I wanted him flag. to. Ex- I already knew we had talked about I was trying oh, to get him okay. to explain it. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought you were catching. Like, come on. I'm pretty sure he knows his bottle. Yeah. So uh, what? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Well, the flag is just on there. That's cool because on in the Army, I was in the branch with the Army. Um and we're the, I think we're the only branch that wears the flag on our uniform. Oh, Navy, okay. Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, when they're in their ACUs, um, I don't know if the other branches call them ACUs, but we call them ACUs. Um, Is that uniform? Yeah, okay. that's like just the type of uniform we wear, like your daily uniform. Um, we'd wear the patch. Well, we wear our unit patch and we wear the American flag and your deployment patch and whatnot and whatever tabs and, and shit. Other units don't, I think you just wear your rank. Honestly, um, and that and also just signifies army because that's that, that's army and the colors don't mean nothing. I, I match the colors depending on the color of the sauce. Yeah, oh, okay. that's why that's why you see the reds, the yellow, the green, and for the mango and the orange. Um, and I don't really put too much like veteran on it because I don't. I feel like I feel like if it's it's said on Instagram, that's enough for me. Yeah, I don't want to put it out there because I feel like some people are like, oh, he's using it as a crutch. Like, oh, mm. you know. Oh right. You know, it's like, or like a gimmick or you something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. not just because there are. I mean, since now social media is so powerful, there's been so many more veteran-owned companies, which yeah. is fine. It's perfectly great. I'm glad other veterans are, are they can make that transition and get into business. You know, because a lot can't. You know, it's like, but I don't want to just. I don't want my sauce to be fully dependent on the veteran status. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's there. And if they see it, they know. Like yeah. how, like Nick was saying earlier, you know, like, oh, he's the 3D artist, you know, oh shit, he's making sauce or a veteran. An army guy would see that and be like, oh shit, okay. Right. He even mentioned it, but I know, I know that. Yeah, yeah just like a, it's just a small symbol. Yeah. yeah. Small symbol. But is it part. is it also placed upside down like that on on your uniforms as well? Yeah, well, yeah, it's backwards on the uniform. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd never well, seen it. Maybe I didn't. Wonder I why it's backwards attention. on the. Is it? Do you know the reason? Or? Show the direction you're going, because the flag's always going back, blowing back. When the wind blows, it blows back. Oh, so the, okay. The front of the flag's not going forward. That makes sense. Move uh, forward. Okay. So learn something today. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, that, that that's just there. You know, like people might, other people probably see it as like, oh, it's American made or. Some shit, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. If think. you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. If you if know, you, you know. know, you know. Not, that's the best thing. That's the best part. If, if you, you know, know, then they got the little Instagram handle at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, people want to. It's nice. It's official. So this one's called Reaper's Nectar. Where do you come up with these names, bro? Yo, so this one. I want to kill you. The Reaper's Nectar. This one is actually, uh, man, it's, it's tied between my favorite, that Nicholas Cheney. Um, this one is called the Reaper's Nectar because it's made with Carolina Reapers. Uh-huh. Hot fucking pepper and nectarines. Oh, okay. So the reaper's nectar. So um, I think spiciness and sauces are measured in Scoville's. Is that correct? Yeah. Do you have a measurement on each one of these? And I if, do not. I don't yeah. even. That's what I'm trying to figure out how I can. How you can measure it. Yeah. I think I'd have to go to like some lab or have it tested. That yeah, way, yeah. You know, to find that out. Um, but I've wondered, but I know the Carolina Reaper is a fucking two million yeah, Scoville exactly. fucking. Pepper, so. Yeah, I just bought some dried one. I was in Bellevue, Washington, and I was at this market, and they had some Carolina peppers, and they were, um, it said two million on the, yeah, on the tag. <clears throat> yeah, that's fucking hot. This one's good. <clears throat> Nectarines. So this is the other. No, you had mango, habanero, peach, and then these are nectars. Nectarines. That look shiny. It's starting, <laughs> not really. You're right. You're starting to get red a little bit. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you got a lot. Yeah. I'd die. Huh. See. It's good. The flavor's there. Mm-hmm. A little bit more. Got a cool little bite. Yeah. Not a crazy bite. The flavors are there though. I like this. Mm-hmm. 
Uh. Ja. Ja. Ja, ja. Nice. Ja. Like I was saying, like, I, I feel like, yeah, your sauce is something that I could just, I just pour a bunch on. And yeah. It's like, it make it tastes really good. Mm-hmm. It's not like you just, other hot sauces where you just like, all right, let me put like one, two, and it's like, <sighs> hella hot. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, you enjoy it. Like, the flavor's there. The aroma smells mm-hmm. good. That is the goal. The goal is that balance. That one has a little, it's starting to have a little more, like you know that. what I mean? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay, you know I'm, you know I'm getting hot, so you know I be eating the hot, hot. You do, man. Not as hot as them loud people don't, but is loud food still spicier? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe as I don't know about like as a culture. I just know that the loud people that I hang out with are eating hella hot, hella spicy. That I can't even, can't even. I'm not even trying to compete. Really? Yeah. Cool. I'm growing up, man, it's food. Like world, like world famous hot boys, they'll eat, they'll eat the hottest one. Oh, okay. And just be like, remember when I tried to eat it? Were you there? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, was- <laughs> He's have, you, have you tried that world famous hot boys? Uh-oh. Oh, I, I gotta take you there one time. It's they don't eat, they don't make the spiciest one anymore. Yeah, they do. Are you sure? I think so. Last time I was there, I asked. They're like, we don't do it anymore. <laughs> really? Pretty sure. No, nah, they do. They got to. That's the thing. Hot boys. Come on. No, okay, so they make the spicy one, but not the one that like will kill you basically. Mm. Oh, I'm trying to get that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, dude, I took maybe one and a half bites and I was running around the block. They gave me milk, they gave me watermelon, Fuck. and I ate pretty spicy. <laughs> and it was like, this is the point where you're crying, it right? hurts, you know, oh, like man. your stomach is just like, dude, I need to get this out. That's not good. And I was trying to, but yeah. I couldn't. And it's just basically hot for like hours on end, even after you eat it. So that sound fun. yeah, it wasn't fun at all. Um, obviously, your goal is to get your sauce out there, sell as many bottles as possible, yep. and uh, you know maybe make a living off of it like full time, right? Yes, that is that is the goal. If I can do this full time, yeah, then yeah, that'd be it. Yeah, I know I can. And I know I can at one point like this. I I feel I I feel it. Yeah. Like I feel like once I get to that point, like financially, where I can like afford to do this all day. Yeah. Yeah, I can easily knock out a couple hundred bottles a day. Yeah. No issue. But like, do you can do you foresee yourself just continuing doing it like a one man operation? No. Nah. Or it's it won't scale. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Scalability. Like no, nah, I need I need the help, and that's like that's like one of the biggest things too. Like you were saying earlier, Nick, about like entrepreneurship knowing when like like the stresses the grinds of starting a business is like knowing when to say yeah i need help yeah yeah. knowing you need the help yeah instead of just saying that shit to yourself actually talking to people about it going out and finding the help um yeah i i would definitely need help at that point but i mean i don't like i I wouldn't mind not right now not yeah not right now because i'm not like i said let me figure out a couple of things out but once i go full-time then yes i will yeah will for sure want the help yeah, even having someone to bounce ideas off of for me, mm-hmm. whether it's Mike, my business partner, or someone else that works here at Lumi Build, mm-hmm. is so valuable, right? So, not even getting to the point where they're they're doing something for you, but just like just having a conversation around a thing, like, hey, what do you think about this? And having someone else's perspective mm-hmm. can save so much like time yeah. and what you know like and help you in, in thinking about different different yeah and then and then the other thing is like admitting that you're not the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. which a lot of people have a huge problem with oh, yeah. is the other thing that could help it's like hey i don't know like even saying like i don't know what to do here mm-hmm. even though you are the leader the owner whatever the case may be is huge yeah. And the second that you let your guard down and other people are like, you're basically, you're basically signaling, right, to the folks around you that you've hired or work with you, hey, I'm not always going to have the answer and I, and, and I welcome all the feedback. Yes, granted, I might have the final approval, but along the journey, like, I need this feedback. Mm. It's, it's huge, oh, right? Because yeah. if you... If you just lead by that original thought that you yeah. had five years ago, mm-hmm. it's like that shit might be stale five years later. Right. 
and your mission might need to change or your narrative or whatever the case may be. Yeah. It needs to evolve. And sometimes you can't do that because you're in your own head. Mm -hmm. And so having that extra person or people around you is so invaluable. You know, it's just. You're right. It's worth more than gold, honestly. You're 100% right. That's why now, like, I stress hard when I post, like, whoever's bottom bottle. Like, like you said, that bouncing ideas off people. Like, give me that raw feedback. What do you think can be better? Right. What is great? What do you want? Yeah. Every just because that I'm using the consumers as as my helping hand right now yeah. until I can get extra hands in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? And and distributing and whatnot. But like when it comes to the, yeah, how can I better this? This is consumers. Like, yeah. I, I want that feedback. I want that. That raw. can also that can you know to play kind of devil advocate. That can also deter you in a way sometimes if you lean into that too much I yeah think. oh no yeah if you're not strong yeah absolutely. if you're not if you don't have a strong base of like yeah. what your approach is right you can you can easily people because people always want this want that and there's gonna yeah. be it's gonna draw you in different directions so as long as you have your you mm-hmm. know base then yeah right you know take that feedback and like you know still Take it for what it is and keep keep moving forward. Yeah. You know who I've noticed it actually affects the most when someone gets constructive criticism or feedback? People with big egos. Mm. I think the folks with big egos, when they get that feedback, yeah. because oh, yeah. they're already in their head. That because now they're, they're hearing something that's different than what they thought of themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. thought of themselves as the best at the thing that they do. Right. Right? And they've worked in a vacuum or whatever the case may be. <laughs> and then the second that someone says something they just fucking fall apart they're like they they short circuit right they're like well wait a minute like uh no that's not how i thought about it for the last 10 years it's like well it's been 10 years it's been 10 years and you're still in like you know your basement so that alone should tell you something yeah and it's it's huge and i think it's also the difference between a passion and a business right or a hobby in a business like many times folks feel like they have a product or a service or whatever the case may be and it's like they're blinded they're they're so passionate about this thing that they're doing that they have blinders on that they can't see that like they need to do 10 things over here 10 things over here Mm -hmm. improve the product this way so they're just like tunnel vision and it's like dude it's been 20 years you know, 10 years of you tr- say evangelizing this product and it hasn't taken off. That but, should be your sign. But, you know, that you sh- you definitely should still have people to be passionate about it, right? But that's where the... Passion outside- alone doesn't... I know, I know. A business but that's where, like, I'm kind of circling back. It's to collaborate or, like, collaborating, getting feedback and, like, asking other people if to, like, you know, you're passionate about the product. You shouldn't take away from that passion, in my opinion, Right. But if you were able to talk to somebody who who who's is more business focused, you know, you'd be able to understand that, like, okay, this this needs to be bigger than I. At least if I can focus on this, maybe this person can help me with the business side. Yeah, and if they're telling me something, I'm not gonna take it to heart. Yeah, yeah, they're strictly coming from a business perspective. Yeah, Yeah. they're not saying in this case, my sauce is shit. What they're saying is, if we did these things, yeah, we could see growth. Yeah. Right. And that's hard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. This is your baby, you know? Yeah. So yeah. if you're not and you know, I'm just using you Zach as, as an example right now, but if you're not in the position to be receptive, mm-hmm. you're gonna like push away a lot of people, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um a lot of folks do that. It's like, well, fuck like you don't agree with me? Well then fuck off. Yeah. Then then you're fired or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just all that's gonna do is create this rotating door. Yeah. Before you know it, you're like, fuck, like, I never did it. Yeah. As a, I mean, like, I feel like as an owner, like, there was like things, not as an owner, but you know, putting myself in those shoes, like, you have to figure out the sacrifice because there's always gonna be sacrifices, yeah. right? There has to be. When someone tells you something, you're like, all right, well, if you trust them or not, you're gonna follow them. You're like, all right, well, I have to, you know, follow. Yeah. Cut, cut corners or make some sacrifices. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a delicate balance, man, because yeah. not also. That also doesn't mean going all in on the feedback because not yeah. all not all feedback is good. Feedback. It'll it'll tear you apart. I feel like you'll yeah. just go like, all right, go in this direction. Yeah. Oh wait, now they want a fucking uh, um, a, a basil flavored sauce. So then you and go in, and then now you spend all your energy on a basil flavored sauce, and then only that one person buys it. Right. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that's why I go when it, when it comes to that. Like, yeah, I ask for the feedback or not, but no, I it runs through a nice little filter, and I'm not gonna just jump on every idea. And yeah, I, yeah. if it's something that sounds like like if it sounds like it clicks, then I'll ask around first, like yeah. the, like the like the people I I I really trust. Like, okay, I heard this. What do you think about this? I'll bounce it off a few extra heads and see whatnot. And then if I really do think it clicks, then I will take the time just to make a small batch. You know what I'm saying? Just to, but no, yeah, I'm definitely not just gonna soak in all the feedback and then just and and then give what everybody wants yeah. obviously it doesn't work that way with any business yeah, yeah you know what sure. i'm saying so well, last one yeah. oh, shake that one up this one's called the holy trinity so this is supposed to be the hottest it's supposed to this it's one's gonna be the hottest holy trinity got you know you me and zach are here now the holy trinity so what are what's the the, the three the three peppers we got the three peppers are the carolina reaper Trinidad Scorpion and the Ghost Pepper. I don't think I've ever seen the Trinidad Scorpion. What does it look like? Ugly. Oh is shit! It? Yeah, it's Damn. ugly fucking pepper. All right. Where does it Where does it grow? Um, honestly, I, well, I, I want to say it originated from Trinidad, but they grow it now. There's a big farm I want to say in South Carolina. Um, South South Carolina and North Carolina is like I've been told it's really good, pretty good growing environment. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, but it's the number two hottest pepper you can get your hands on. Like, you can actually, like, hold. Not, nothing, like, made in lab or some shit. Yeah. Um, and this one is the Holy Trinity. It's supposed to be my, like, Latin-style flavor. Okay. Uh, what? You all right, dude? What makes it, what makes it Latin, I want to say, is I use Mexican oregano. Okay. That's, like, one of the key ingredients besides the peppers. Is that code for weed? <laughs> uh, you tell me. Um, and um, have you ever thought about making a weed sauce? And cumin, uh, some CBD, get you chilling. Yeah. Take that sauce, relax a bit, go to sleep. Nah, not yet. Kind of, I'm kind of afraid to play with that. All right, let's see what we got. Okay, I can already smile from here, so that's. That's hot, one. Let's see. It has a different bite than the other ones. But how's that? That Latin flavor I'm shooting for is coming from the Mexican oregano and the cumin. Yeah. It's like um, it has a, it has at first like that dry bite, and then kind of comes back up after. It's good though. I'm. The episode, if you listen to, if you're listening to this, oh, and you're not into ASMR, I'm sorry, but you should be watching the YouTube video mm -hmm. real quick. Hot. And if you're listening to this in your car, and we're making you hungry, I'm sorry. Order some, some sauce. Order some sauce, and then quench your thirst. It's pretty good. I like yeah. that one. Yeah, that one has a, that one's definitely more spicier than the rest of them. Yeah. It's good, though. Thanks, man. I like it. Yeah. My face is getting a little red. Yeah, it's probably because of this white claw getting scratched up from both directions. It's hot. You feel it, Zach? I'm hot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot. But like, so how often do you, like, since you make it, like, do you have a bunch of sitting at home? No, no, that's just sold out, bro. Um, it sells out. I mean, like, do you, for, do you use it yourself, like, when you're eating? Yeah, I usually have, so like when I make a batch, usually I'm pretty accurate too with the bottle count. Like I'll, there'll be just enough in the pot to fill all the bottles I have. Yeah. Um, and there will be some left over, you know, it's like, and I accumulate those and I use those for myself. I'm not yeah. going to sell those, but. Like half a bottle left or something. Half a bottle, you know, if it doesn't fill all the way to the top, like the bottleneck, I keep it for myself. Um, but no, like I had last year, like October, I went on a pause and just built inventory and I had over. Uh, let's go it's like 400 bottles something like that made like 100 a little over 400 100 something each of each flavor at the time not all the flavors were out at four flavors at the time but within um in, in just three weeks i was out That's sold out 400 bottles in three weeks out i had people messaging me like hey is you know can i have a pre-order can i and i did that i had pre-orders had a list of names you know and whatnot That's a good problem to have yeah <laughs> and it uh and it was out and then it's I just know. it's impressive to me and yeah. it's just and it, and so lately it's just been i buy I, I get my bottles 
cook the batch, sell out, buy some bottles, you know, just, just because I'm limited to space where I'm at to keep inventory on top of cooking time and life itself. It, that's that that's the turnarounds it, like it, i feel like it just works best right now doing case at a time or a couple cases not just one but a couple cases at a time now it gives me enough time to while i'm selling these bottles i can prep the next get everything next prep for that next one to speed up the process when it's time to cook cool are there any um sauces that inspire you so you know like any artist or cook or chef i'm sure was inspired by someone else's cuisine and then put their their twist on it is there any sauces that you're like you're like man this one is to the point where you're using it as your north star in terms of quality and marketing and everything that they do right um, i know that i have my my influences and kind of my heroes when it comes to certain things but um mm. is there anything anyone there's one sauce in particular that i like um that i think of that came with that flavor and bite. And that was the Queen Majesty. The Queen Majesty? The, the Scotch Bonnet one. Oh, yeah. That one was the, good. The ginger. Yeah. It was like ginger. You like, tried it? Yeah. It was one of the, yeah. in the lineup of the yeah. Hot Ones Challenge that we like, did. It was, oh, okay. It, it came with a kick. Um, but the flavor was there, too. Like, I, I remember that. And I ended up buying a bottle, like, even after the the, the little, little, content, challenge. little challenge thing we yeah. did. and. It's good, and that that's always been in the back of my mind. Like I was like, oh, I want like I want to make something that has that balance. Yeah, because um, I haven't like all the sauces. I I have tons of sauces, and it's either flavor or it's bite. And no matter what, like yeah. it, it it literally like Tabasco is straight bite. Like there's not really. I feel like people use that for more because they just like that that bite, that pain, a little that burn. Versus like I feel like Tapatio has more flavor than burn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. With the Queen Majesty in mind from at the beginning, as like a reference, I was like, oh man, I just want something like that with that balance. So, but as of now, I mean, that's now it's just keeping that consistent. And that's what's really motivating me just to keep that come with unique flavors that you haven't heard of. Yeah. And keep that balance. Is there any other things that, not, that aren't um, sauce inspirations that you inspire you with these sauces? Like, Oh, like outside of the actual <laughs> outside of actual other yeah, sauces it's like sound like any like everybody else but my mama you feel me because uh, she's a chef yeah um, she, shout out to moms man. man great chef great food i miss all her cook home cooking man she's been cooking for years and she didn't really teach me but like i like just piggybacked off her you know like just watching her cook watching just and, and tasting everything she's made because like dinner dinner at the house wasn't just I mean, I don't know what other families be eating every day, but like during the house was just no like no TV dinners or top ramen or just some spaghetti every other night. It just know reminds me, man. She she made like I don't know what it was. It was like a muffin almost, but it had meat in it. Oh man, like a meatloaf? No, it, it was, was like a pot pie. It was like the beat with the beef stew cups. I don't know, but I'll never. That was like the first time I had like it was like a muffin, but like with meat in it. And I've it, it was, was I think it was a beef stew cups. She made like her own beef stew with like these with these like biscuits. She yeah, hauled out like the biscuit, biscuit and she filled up the biscuit with the with the beef stew and and it was thick enough for it to hold the stew so you can fucking eat that shit yeah. by hand. Fucking. It, that was the first time I had like a that biscuit, sounds, like a savory. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So I mean, but her, I mean, she, I mean, once I got into cooking, I thought of her because I went to her a lot when I started this. Like, oh, you know, what pairs with this, you know, or like, how do yeah. I use that? You know, it's like, and I just love cooking myself because of her. Like, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't the type going out like I wasn't when I, growing up when I got my first job, you know, or got in the army, this and that. I wasn't buying like I wasn't out buying lunch every day. Like I was cooking my lunch the day before I was meal prepping this and that. Like so I'm cooking wasn't new to me. So I and I love cooking just in general. So I didn't mind it. And then learning all those skills from her and then going to her for like, oh, what what pairs go with this? It's not whoop de whoop. Like she. Yeah, she definitely. I mean, she inspired me. Like, cool. You've been sure. able to send you send send some. Oh man, yeah, she, got, she got every one. She got all of them, right? She hooked her up. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome, dude. So Hell yeah. But yeah, man. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, shit. Um, super enjoyable conversation. Yeah. Um, super inspiring too. Like I constantly try to derive inspiration from anywhere that I can because it's needed as fuel for me. Um on all levels business personal etc and i can consider this one of those situations so i'll definitely use it to 
uh, stay motivated, stay grinding. Is that how you say it? Stay grinding? <laughs> yeah, just hustle before and motivate. You, yeah, okay. hustle before, and you, motivate. before you correct me or Marathon say that I'm fucking, fucking out of touch. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, keep it going. Um, where can they where can they find your yeah do this is your uh, you know do your, your oh, spot right here shit, your, pitch, yo. your pitch man yeah like Sorry, how do they yo, buy yo. it where do they where do they follow you so as of right now the website's in the works um but you can find me on instagram this sauce um hit me up on there send me a dm that's how all the orders are being handled um yeah it's easy just send me a dm find the page it's, there's no numbers nothing just this underscore sauce underscore that's it i mean Cool. Simple as that, and ask away if you got questions about the sauce, anything else. Just just find me on there, hit me up. We'll, we'll put a link as well. Yeah, we'll um, put a link on, on the, the when we post it. Yeah, sweet. I so, appreciate this guy. Hey, thanks, man. Thank you. It's yeah. delicious. I, I I really like the ghost chini. Yeah, and then I think the holy trinity was probably my right. top two right there. Do we get to keep these? I yeah. get to keep them. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I paid for them. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, right. I'm just playing. They're sponsored. Man, we're I, sponsored by this sauce from yeah. now on. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll kick down bottles, man. I'm excited. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that come through here. Yeah. We're constantly grubbing in this space. I can see those bottles being. Well, shit. Now I know where you're at, man. I'll drop some off. Bro. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Do it, bro. Yeah, exactly. And just have them as like part of the. I'm right down the road, bro. It's all good, man. Yeah. You're here. You're, you're Oakland. No, I mean, well, I'm in Richmond, okay. San Pablo, but that's I mean, that's, that's down the highway. Yeah. yeah. I wish you. For sure. Yeah. Come on. Well, thanks for joining right. us today. Yeah, thank thanks, you, man. man. Thanks for joining us. Cool. Woo! Take care of each other. Peace. Right. Peace. Always. Gotta die. Uh-huh.